the problems we had, it was like us against the problem. Yeah. Do you want to start? Hello, friends, and welcome to episode six of My, my Last Two, two brain, brain Cells. I'm your host, Maddie Morris, and this is my husband, Elliot Morris. And that's very important because today we're talking about a very hot topic, marriage and business, and what it looks like for us and how we got started. And we're going to answer some of your burning hot questions. Yeah, we are. So hot, so juicy. Tell the people a little bit about how we got into business together, what our story is, and kind of a little bit more about what our roles look like in Lightheart. So we, when we first met, Madison was working as a lash artist at a day spa. Y'all heard the origin story. You guys heard my traumatic salon story on episode two. You guys know. Um, And then she went into business for herself. She went independent. She was taking clients and... Um, eventually, uh, she started doing trainings and the business started growing past her just doing lashes and it grew past my capacity as well. Yeah. And there, I noticed kind of at the beginning, there were things that I noticed like, um, you needed a better website than you had. Um, you had made one on Wix that was, I was a one woman show. I did all my own website, social media, booking, it was and it was working. It was working. You were yeah. getting you were getting it done. It was like passable. But um, I saw. I was like, you know, I um, know some web design, so I'll just make you like a better website that could have more flexibility. You could add your trainings onto it. Um, I just kind of wanted to help in any way I could. The website was your ticket into Lightheart. It kind of was. <laughs> now that I think, it was about your it. audition. Yeah, because I was like, I wanted to help any way I could, and I'm like, well, I mean, you need a better website. And Elliot, from the get go, we were freshly dating when I still was a new lash artist. So mm-hmm. Elliot really was with me from the beginning and origin of my day career. One. He was a day one homie. That's right. So um, when Elliot jumped in to work on my website, um, gosh, I think we were like 20 years old. And uh, that was me first letting go a little bit of the reins of my business. And I will say that I have been a control freak in my business since day one. And I found it very difficult to let go of titles and roles and give anyone any sort of authority in what I've created. But I've learned that that is how you grow. Is it? It is. Is it? It is. I mean, honestly, it's kind of the paradox of being in business for yourself is as soon as you quit your job working for someone else you basically start your business but you're just starting a new job so you're you're not really a business owner you just work for yourself absolutely and the kind of paradox i think of business is that the entire goal of growing your business and of um increasing what growing what your business is is just buying away all the things that you do so the whole goal of like the end goal of your business is that you're no longer doing anything in it and you you've built systems and you've hired people and you've grown it to the point where you're no longer necessary and that's where it's a business that you know is something that you know you can sell or like the public businesses that that are on the stock market like those are all businesses where the people who started them they grew them to the point where they were no longer necessary and then they sold them either to the public or to someone else. And that's kind of like the end state of every every great business. Because, you know, we're going to die one day. And if we <laughs> if we don't grow the business to something that doesn't need us, then when we die, the business goes away. Their lash business that is going to exist after people die. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, we, we kind of got really um, existential really fast there. But I think 
the the reason I mentioned that is because like in Madison's business originally in it was Wildflower Lash um, up in Alaska, she was doing 100% of everything. She had 100% control over everything, but it came to a point where in order for it to grow, she had to give up some of that control. Mm -hmm. um, and she started off by giving some of it up to me, like with the website, and then we'll, we'll get into some of the other stuff that I do, I'm sure. But um, Yeah, and we're still at a point in our business where we don't have a big team of people. Like Elliot and no. I still are kind of, we do everything. No, yeah, it is just us. Um, it is just us. But, but it's not just you. No, but it's not just me. And that's been really wonderful. And I think it's grown our relationship a lot because being in business will grow you up very fast. Oh, yeah. And your relationship sure. either makes it or it doesn't, especially when you're taking big risks and you're um, building a building. <laughs> yeah, no, that definitely strained, I think. I think it would have been an issue for a lot of relationships. I don't think it really was for us. No. We never really – and I and I think – like you, there's a there's a, st a statistic that like some high percentage of like marriage problems come from money problems. Yeah. And like we definitely had money problems during the, the build out. But I think we thought of it so differently in that we, the problems we had, it was like us against. Yeah, it, it was never me versus Elliot. Even if we no. differed on an opinion on something, it mm -hmm. would always be us versus the opinion. Like, how exactly. can we get both of us to a point where we could agree? Yeah. And, and we it, would never, and it sounds so corny, but we would never go to bed still debating the topic. And it was so important for Elliot and I, you know, I yeah. mean, some people like to put it aside and, and talk about it in the morning. But for Elliot and I, we were like, no, this is important. Like, we need That's to cool. figure it out now. And and we would we would stay up till three a.m. just figuring yeah, we, it out. We would stay up late. Yeah, and like that's I think that was one of the questions was like how do we deal with conflicts that arise between us? Um, and yeah, I think I think one of the kind of fundamental things that we both believe is that um, if there's a conflict between us, then it means that we are operating under um, either different assumptions or we um see different facts and because we believe that we're both reasonable people and that we are both smart that's um, very important having a lot of respect for that your that is that is like really if, deeply respecting them and trusting that they are doing the best that they can yeah and their capabilities no 100 and and because i think that madison's very smart and i like to think that i'm passably smart i like to believe that if we both see the same facts in a situation that we will both come to a very similar um, solution for that decision. And and it's kind of proven to be true. And we explore each other's ideas in entirety. 100%. Like if Elliot has an idea that I just do not understand, I will explore it to every, like the ends of the that idea. Yeah. Like how on earth you think that's a good idea? Yeah. How, why, what that looks like five years from now, and then how I can also meet you there. Yeah. So I think yeah. before we answer their burning hot questions, mm -hmm. can you talk a little bit about like what our roles actually are day to day and like how we operate Lightheart internally, what that looks like? Yeah. I mean, you are Lightheart. You are the heart behind the business. And I think you are kind of the most obviously the most important part of the business like you're the face of it you lightheart would do... suck without if me, lightheart you guys. was just me when, it would, <laughs> no, one's it. no one's buying it no one's buying it 
Um, but yeah, you you do all the work, and I sit back and collect the checks. No, that's not <laughs> true. Um, I teach trainings. I come up with most of the ideas, and um, I physically, you know, service my clientele, and I help manage the renters. And um, Elliot does basically everything. I think I do operations. Operations. I, yeah. I run the books. Elliot runs the books. He's our tech guy. He sets up the podcast. He sets up, you know, all of our filming equipment, mm. films my educational content. He uh, works on my email list, sends out emails. Yeah. Uh, he does all the website and tech. And you, if you guys ever get an email from my email list, I love you, but I did not write it. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I'm at this point, um, Okay, the big secret. Elliot the big is juicy like secret, Elliot is like AI Madison. A hundred percent. The big juicy <laughs> secret is that I have perfected the art of writing in Madison's voice, and <laughs> I am able to write literally any Instagram caption or any email that sounds exactly like she because, wrote it. I mean, I work morning till night, and so I don't, I don't have the capacity to yeah. do all this. And we have an email list of you know what six thousand people. And yep. and we put out I, I make the content, I give it to Elliot and then Elliot distributes it to all you guys. So it gets in your hands. And it's so cute because I'll get an email from my email list and it'll be like, hi, beautiful Maddie here. And it's just <laughs> and Madison's like, wait, when did, when I, write did this? I write this? Um, and then Elliot obviously does a lot, you know, behind the scenes for um, like our taxes and our accounting and our bookkeeping and um, day-to-day management things, you know, like if we have the ceiling fall in like it did this week, like Elliot is first on the job to fix it. Yeah, we got a leak. We had a palm frond fall on the roof. <laughs> is that what it, happened? Yeah, a palm frond from one of the palm trees yeah. fell on the roof, poked a hole in the roof. Yeah. And then we got a leak in the ceiling and it made one of the ceiling tiles for one of our renters fall to the ground, made a big mess. Yeah, Elliot's first on the job for everything. So He's reliable. Um, and then obviously I think it's so important going forward that people know Lightheart as like a couple, um, rather than just me as the face of it, because I see what we do as 50, 50. And also Lightheart was the name that Elliot came up with. Tell what a, them why what a it's good called Lightheart. No, I can't. Please. I can't. You have to tell Okay. Them. Everyone tell always them. asks me where the name Lightheart <laughs> came from. They think it's just like a cute girly name. But Elliot came up with the name Lightheart. Madison actually hated it at first. I hate <laughs> <laughs> She did. She did. It took Can her- you believe no. how much it grew okay. on me? One really fun fact about Madison is that every like new idea, everything that we've done that's been like a new idea, Madison <laughs> has hated at first. And then Isn't that a funny? few days to a few weeks later, generally she'll come around. I'm to like, I'm obsessed. You no. don't understand. I I just plant the seeds and then and then she's like that's a terrible idea that's garbage why would you think that's good and then like sometimes even like two months later a she'll year be like, later you know I've been thinking I think this is a really good idea so my business name previously uh was wildflower lash and then when we moved to Arizona I was like look that name is taken it's not trademarkable I want something that's truly unique <laughs> and so Elliot wrote up a list of names and one of them was lightheart and he goes I think we should name the business lightheart this is it and I was like, I don't like it. It doesn't roll off the tongue. And Lightheart came from a song that Elliot wrote for me to mm. propose to me. <laughs> you light up my heart. Okay, yeah, you that no, that's that's enough of dark. You're the sun and the moon. And when you're come on. No, I can't sing it for the Not people. In public, <laughs> in public for the people. No. On the podcast. No, I don't know them that well. <laughs> I don't know them that well. I'm just maybe one you. day we can post the wedding video eventually. Uh, what if you broke out into song right now <laughs> and performed it? Oh. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah. So anyway, basically, Elliot proposed to me um, when we were very young and cute. And we were in Sedona. I one of my best friends, Nathan, brought a piano. Elliot up did the, the most dramatic proposal. Thank you guys, you so much. he hiked. Well, his friend Nathan hiked a piano up a mountain. And Elliot and I were at the top of the mountain and sweet Nathan brought the piano up the mountain. And then we were on a hike. We went all the way up. And then while we were all the way up, he brought it up like halfway. And then we came back down. I was like, what is this? What is this piano doing? And I was like, girl, am I about to get proposed to right now? There's a piano on a mountain. Yeah. She's like, this seems a lot like a proposal. I see the future. Um, And Elliot had written a beautiful song. And the main sort of lyric was like, you're the light of my heart. You light yeah, up my heart. You light up my heart. You light up my heart. And so we eventually, and eventually I said, well, I said, I don't like that name. It doesn't make sense to me. Stupid, and Elliot got stupid. really sad and he was like, was like, you don't like that name? Do you know what it means? And I was like, no, it has no meaning. And Elliot's like, yes, it does. It's from my song. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that. The tone and everything. And so I thought it would be really, you know, I came around to it and I thought it would be really special to, um, have have lightheart be the name because it yeah. like the building and the trainings and because it know. doesn't sound like some cringy thing that i wrote for you but no it just sounds no like, one would know it just sounds like a sweet name but it has such a deeper meaning for us and lightheart really is an extension of how we love each other is yeah. how we want to love this industry yeah and i i think it gives the right vibe also yeah, yeah. Like, we want people to have the this building feels lighthearted. yeah it feels like it lights up your heart it lights up your heart you light so. up my heart. Okay. So <laughs> I also want to preface before we answer these questions that Elliot is perfect. So <laughs> <laughs> if you're like, how do you guys not argue? How do you guys just be perfect? Just guys, marry just- a perfect little guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard. When I met Elliot, I was like, oh, He's perfect. Oh, obviously. He's so cute. He's so smart. Honestly, marry someone or get in a relationship or a partnership with someone who is insanely cute and sweet and smart. <laughs> <laughs> and then everything's easy. That you like to spend every second with. And also, just speaking on marriage, like we obviously aren't a thousand years old. Like we've, um, you know, we're 24 and 26 and we got married when we were 21 and 23, 21, 22, 23, 22, 23. I think I was 20, 20 or 21. You were 21. Yeah. And you were 20. It was before October. I don't know. Yeah. I had a 22 or 23. So we got a good three years of marriage under our belt. Yeah. So marriage boot camp coming out soon. And I will just say, if you are a <laughs> business a owner and you want to be in a relationship with someone that you can successfully operate like a big business with that um, you want to grow in, marry the right person. Yeah, no, like the like. Don't try to turn someone okay, into a business owner. There's that a isn't. there's a saying in football that the season is won in the draft, mm. and that means that in order to win the football games, you got to pick the right people for your team. And I really think that's true. Like if you're if you're trying to like win at business, and that's a really important thing to you. Yeah. At this point in your life, and you're not married like and you're finding who you want to marry like find someone else who business is also really important to them and who wants to win at business yeah um because both of us like it's it's we i think got very lucky because you were not you did not like own your business when we first met but i think i kind of saw 
like I was very entrepreneurial. <laughs> you were. You totally were. And, well, and I owned my my henna and my makeup business yeah. on the side. So you so had like, other stuff, and yeah. I was like, okay, this girl's going places. I had a very entrepreneurial spirit, and yep. Elliot uh, wanted to make a lot of money, and he saw that I and was addicted I, to work, and I he was saw like dollar signs, and my my <laughs> eyeballs went ching ching ching. Like, well, it's Scrooge McDuck. I think it's so funny when I first told you like how much I charge and how much I make doing lashes. I was like, like dang, Elliot was just girl. like, I love lashes. I, I love like, lash extensions. Lash extensions are the future. <laughs> I was like, I'm all in, baby. Because originally, when you first found out about lashes, you're like, oh, that's really cool. But then when I was like, girl, <laughs> no, you don't understand. You don't understand. You they were just like, keep coming. Elliot was like, I- I'll learn how to do lashes. I'm like, I'll do. Yeah, I'll do. Them. So find the right partner, and Elliot and I definitely did. And. Yeah. Um, like we both wanted to be business owners, and so it made it very easy because my my goal when we first like were dating, my ba- like big long plan was I was going to work as a robotics engineer, and then maybe five ten years from now, once I was like established, like had a lot of experience, I was going to start a robotics company, um, probably in like the same industry, probably in like oil and gas, do yeah. like another type of robot for inspection, similar to the ones that I'm doing, like hit a different vertical. And um, that was my goal. I'm like, I eventually want to own my own business. And then that's so funny how that literally how didn't that happen. Literally <laughs> is not gonna happen ever. ever. <laughs> and it's I am totally. I fine will with also that. tell the people. Did you know that Elliot is a robotics engineer? He has a degree and is a board certified robotics engineer. Okay, there's no. I'm not board certified for robotics engineering. There actually there is a like certification for engineering. You have to take the FE exam, the yeah. fundamentals of engineering, and they become yeah. an engineer in training. Um, which everyone who I graduated with took, but I did not take that test. Okay, so Elliot went to college for four and a half years and he does have his degree in mechanical engineering. Yes. And Elliot, to this day, has a full-time job as an engineer. Yes, I am a robotics engineer. Is that crazy? It's a side hustle. Don't don't tell me. (laughs) Don't tell them the name of where you are. It is a full-time. Oh, yeah, I should beep that out. Wait, where not, are we at? Okay, we're at 18 minutes and 15 do not seconds. Leak yeah. your Don't dox myself. No, I'm just saying like Elliot is a full-time uh devoted employee yes. to the robotics company that he works for and he also manages to do this. So, um I think that's very cool. Yes. He's a busy man. Um the first question that I got was were you married before you went into business with each other? Well, and I, I think we answered that. Yes, we were. Because we weren't in business before. Uh, yeah. We were, okay. We were yeah. 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 No. So we, I helped with the business yeah. tangentially. Yeah. And um, I think when we really committed and went all in was during the build out. Oh yeah, yeah. During the build out, we were like, I mean, before we are the build in this out, for life. Yeah. Before the build out, there wasn't really anything that you couldn't do without me. Right. Because like, I was teaching and traveling and lashing, help. and I worked for a, yeah, another lash it. company. You're yeah. right. Um. Oh, this got asked like twenty five times, Elliot. The people really wanted to know, how do you balance your home life and your work life? Um, And how do you not, someone said, how do you not bring work home with you? Okay. Um, I would say that you don't. This is like (laughs) not the answer you want. No, this is honestly unpopular opinion. Um, I. We stand by this a thousand percent. I 100% believe this. I, to my core, I think that if you feel like you keep bringing work home and you don't like it then you do not like your business enough yeah and either you can decide okay i think if you're a person who 
doesn't want to bring their work home as much, I think we are not the people to ask because my answer would Because we be, love bringing work home. My answer would be find a business where you are happy to bring it home mm -hmm. because our biggest goal, like my, my biggest goal is to grow Lightheart and make it a big, beautiful business that is going to impact and help thousands and thousands of people. And because that is my big, big goal and I desire that so strongly, I am so happy to take work home mm -hmm. because I love working towards that dream. Of it brings people. us joy. 100%. 100%. And I, if I was sitting at home and I had to decide between watching Netflix and working on the business, I nine times out of 10 decide to work on the business because I would much rather push that dream forward than, you know, unwind and yeah. like spend time doing something that isn't going to push it forward. Now, that is not to say that there is. it is not important to relax and take time to yourself. We have a very balanced life. Like we take vacations so. monthly. Yeah, we take quite a few vacations. We take- like, I mean, we didn't up until, you know- We sacrificed a lot, but yeah. at this point in our business, like now we, we, we can, have a very balanced life. Like we go on walks together, you know, every other day and we spend a lot of time together. Yeah. We try to go on dates when we can. And there, we, there's one other thing- We're very that, social. Yeah. And there's one other thing that I think is really important. And we, and I think probably the best advice that I could give is that we don't work on work and we don't work on the business unless we want to. Yeah. And so like when I want to work on the business, I do. And if I feel like, you know, I'm not really feeling it, like I don't really feel like editing the Facebook ads or <laughs> I re don't really feel like working on the email list or don't really feel like doing something like I won't. Elliot plays video games. Yeah, I'll play like video games schooler. or I like unwind. But <laughs> but more often than not, I do want to work on the business because I have like it's such a it's such a it's something that gives me so much satisfaction. And mm -hmm. like the whole point of doing things for most people that like doing things outside of work like having hobbies is that everyone's looking for something to like give themselves satisfaction and yeah. like people need to do things and feel rewarded for those things and yeah. a lot of people it, the sad fact is a lot of people are working jobs that don't make them feel rewarded and so they seek that those rewards outside so they're of like oh i have to do pottery and i have yeah. to like and i go love drink. pottery pottery is <laughs> awesome but yeah. but I think at this point we've gotten to a point with the business and we built the business to where the business Lightheart gives us all those rewards and it gives those those dopamine hits of like finishing things and like moving things and forward. And also what I think's been really important for propelling our business forward is that Elliot and I don't limit ourselves on like what we can do within the workday and like at night. So like if I oh, yeah. if I at 1 a.m. I'm like, I need to work on my manual. I have things that I want to tweak in it. This is a real life example. Yep. Elliot's like, oh my gosh, go, go. Like, do you need anything? Yeah, do you need it. a Red Bull? Like, can I help you? You know, and I will get on the computer da -da 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 -da, and I'll just work 100%. all night. And Elliot's so supportive of that. Um, and and one of the reasons is because that like kind of motivation doesn't come all the time. So when it comes, all, when it does come, if it's like midnight, like freaking use it. Yeah. Like just because it's midnight, if you're feeling like so motivated to yeah. do something. And if I like, want to take a nap or bake some cookies or, like, you know, whatever I want, Elliot's like, go for it. Because 100%. when you, but it would bother me so much. It would bother both of us so much if one of us had a burst of energy and like wanted to work on something. And the even, other one's like, no, come, come to bed. On. No, come hang out. And it would drive us crazy. 100%. And, and I think the, 
it's it's so much easier. And honestly, I'm a very we should hold hands for this whole episode. Okay, we can. Hold. This is this is comfy. This is nice. Should be the thumbnail. I. Perfect. That was a beautiful <laughs> thumbnail. Were you out from behind the mic so they can see your face? Great thumbnail. Love that. <laughs> um, Marriage and business. I I am very lazy, and I think if I built my life in a way that I had to force myself to do things, I would never get anything done. Yeah. And so the way we have built our lives is that we have the motivation to work on things because they give us so much satisfaction and joy, like in the business. And so when that motivation comes, it comes a lot more often because our business is like so great and we love what we're doing. Yeah. So we we get that motivation. We don't have to force ourselves to work on it. We just want to because we see what it's doing and we're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I want to do more of this. Yeah. I think that's a great answer. Like if you are trying to create a life where or a business where you come home and completely step away from it, it's not going to grow. No, no. And and if that is not if you don't want to grow your business, if you're happy where it is, that's fine too. Like you do not have to grow a big business. Like there is no rule. I'm not telling you you need to do it. No one is going to require you if like you're an independent lash artist, you're happy where you're at. Maybe you're like my biggest desire in the world is to have kids and like raise a family. Like that's amazing. amazing. Like that is so Ellie and I are by no means saying like just hustle day and night and no. grind till you hustle like culture is Ellie garbage. and I have a very very balanced life. 100% Hundred percent. Like I, we, we do not work sixteen hours a day. Like we don't. No. And but the, when we feel like working, we work. We encourage each other to work. Hundred yeah. percent. And if we have the motivation to work, then we do. And I think I would be probably less productive overall if I tried to work sixteen hours a day because the yeah. quality of the work I did would be worse. Yeah. So we're trying to work less and have the quality of what we do matter. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny. Recently, Elliot and I have started scheduling like quarterly board meetings. It's this wonderful new concept he came up with. Okay. Well, so one thing that I noticed is that we have the best ideas in the business when we're on vacation. Yeah. And I think- When I can step away from behind the lash bed and out of my training room, like I think of things that 100%. will actually make Because it's like you are working on, like you're not- caught up in like the you're working in your business not on your business exactly you're like caught up in the day-to-day like you're thinking about okay i need to do i have these clients tomorrow blah blah blah. like i have to do this this, and this like if you step away you're in a totally new environment you're like the whole goal is relaxing it frees up your brain to like think about other things and like we love talking about like the business and like what we want to do in the business so it makes it so easy that like when we're on vacation we're in this beautiful place like when we were just in maui was when madison had the brilliant idea to do the angel lash course we were just sitting in this like garden in um in maui and we were eating some of the best pizza i've ever had in my entire life it was so good it had pickled lemon rind on it (laughs) insane so good and then prosciutto and lemon rind and then madison was like you know how i've said that i never want to do online trainings i was like yeah she's like i think i figured out a way where i could do online trainings and actually give people really good results and i was like i am absolutely here for that gets out his notepad he's like 
what should we do? <laughs> and she's like, I think we could teach people styles online instead of teaching them technique. like technique. And I'm like, freaking brilliant. She's like, I learned technique from reels. And it's like, I'm, she's like, imagine how much better people could learn if you gave them an actual like HD like documentary on how to do this style of lashes so much better than a reel. So we came home and we immediately set aside a time, you know, to film oh, it yeah. and edit it and get a we model. Did it, and- yeah, we set it up for like the next week yeah yeah and then we edited it as fast as we could um and part of it we like tried to crunch the timeline because we had like black friday coming up so we wanted to release it for that but like that's we have something bigger coming up next year like our mentorship program that we're building i'm very pumped for that can i say the name should we i mean we could build hype come on we could build hype let them know Oh, you want to do it together? Lightheart University Incorporated. Oh, no. What is that? Internal temp too high. It got too high. Okay, one moment. Alrighty. Okay, we're back. Our camera got too hot. Our camera got too hot. Okay, we got a new camera, and it's very good. It doesn't have a 30-minute uh, record limit. However, um, you have to set the auto power off temp to high in order for it to record continuously, which <laughs> I had not done yet. So it is uh, on high now, and it will go forever. All right. Well, as I was saying, we are building out a very, very cool program next year called Lightheart, Lightheart University. University. And we're very excited about it, but it requires a lot of our, um, you know, time brain power and time to to we are going to pour hundreds and hundreds of hours into creating this and it's going to be the best thing we have ever made ever and it's going better, to be the, better than the studios it's going to be like the last thing that we'll ever make because yeah. i think once we release it then we will just spend all of our time improving it and making it better and yeah. it is um i think going to be amazing because yeah. it's a it's a business model that is very sustainable mm-hmm. it doesn't require a ton of new customers all the time. It will be something that we, with Lightheart University, we will be able to sustain the business just off of this one product is yes. the goal. And yes. so I'm very excited for it. We are very excited about it. So um, Elliot booked us a really cute spa vacation in January where we're literally just going to go away and all we're going to do is work out and systematize how we're going to do it. Yes. And it's it's not even far. It's just up north of Phoenix in yep. Cave Creek. So work-life balance, I say... Uh, just find a business you like more and then you won't care. Yeah. Um, someone wanted to know how do we deal with arguments? Um, I think we already We try not that. to argue because it makes us really sad yeah. and it we, makes us cry. We do not argue because no. if you have ever tried arguing with Madison, then she <laughs> will make you feel like you are the meanest person in the world. If and Elliot, no one wants to feel that if way. If Elliot even gets a little bit if, if frustrated my, with me. If my voice rises a single decibel <laughs> above I will cry speaking tone, she's like, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> and I'll go, I'll come back when you're nice, man. <laughs> she does. <laughs> does it's a funny people don't like people don't know anything about our personal life it's overpowered it's it's a freaking cheat code people don't know much about our personal life at all (laughs) my friends are always like i know you and ellie but like i don't know you and ellie like how do you you operate and i'm like honestly when we're together we're just cute little babies (laughs) really you think we're just cute tiny little babies and (laughs) anytime elliot elliot's voice raises the tiniest us we'll all go Come back when you're nice, man. Don't talk to me. Anyway, um, someone asked, how did you go about talking about each other's finances? Oh, that's a good one. Um, we, we we did marriage counseling. We did marriage counseling. We did. And uh, one of the very first um, 
conflicts that we had about finances um, was that I thought we should put some, so Madison had a ton of money in her savings account and only in her savings account. She had zero investments. This nothing. is all from lashing. And also I only spent from, money that I made in cash tips. She only spent money. She made in cash tips, all the money she made lashing. She just put into her bank account. I was like and, afraid of spending money. No, she was just like stacking it up. And then eventually she would have a room filled with money that she could dive into like Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. And that was the goal. <laughs> Um, and, and Elliot was the total opposite. Of I was me. like, why is this money not invested? And I was <laughs> like, OK. And she's like, I do not want to invest it. I'm like, do you want to put some in like the S&P 500? Just put it in some index. I was like, like, I don't know if those letters. No, I do mean. not. I'm like, you should put like, you know, like 50 percent of your money. She's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I do not want to put 50 percent of my money into stocks. No way. I was like, OK, what about if you put like 10 percent of your money into something? She's like, OK, like. Maybe I could do that. And I'm like, okay, well, if you're going to only put 10% in, we should put it in like a high risk, high reward thing yeah. so that, you know, you have a little more upside. So I'm like, you should put it into Bitcoin. And this is when Bitcoin was this a was hot when new Bitcoin, thing. No, this is when Bitcoin was like $7,000. So it was not like 50 grand. And I'm like, oh, it can only go up. And then it crashes <laughs> to 17. This was when it was $7,000. I was then, 19 years old, guys. And I was like, you know, I think put a little bit by like, just buy a little like it's better than having no money invested like if it goes up great if it goes so away, elliot was a college no student problem. and he said madison i want you to put like what was it five ten grand it was like three it was, it was three, three grand. grand it was three thousand. i want you to put three thousand dollars into bitcoin and i was like okay well that is that is ten percent that of, is 30 fills so i will much. not be doing that um and then we like actually i was like come on like this is like smarter than just keeping all your money in a bank So account. we brought it to our marriage counselor when we were talking about finances. We did this before we got married. Yep. We did not do this after we got married. Yeah. And it was very important to us to get marriage counseling before we got married because we were young and we knew that. Um, Everyone said, you're not going to last. And also we didn't have, look at us now. Look at us now, <laughs> Paul. No, Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Paul loves us. Paul, Paul loves us. But at the beginning, he didn't know. And I don't blame him Well, for we that. were stupid kids, but um, it, it was... So funny. We were in marriage counseling and we showed up to our first session. He said, okay, what are the conflicts in your relationship? And we said, we don't have any. We're perfect and we have never fought in our life. And we hadn't. We and really didn't. going to marriage counseling was so beneficial for us because we were able to explore problems that we didn't have to see how we would uh, solve them. And turns yeah. out we solved them pretty we well. Solved them pretty well. And Madison was like, well, one conflict that we do have is that is Elliot that wants to put $3,000 of my hard-earned money into Bitcoin. And the marriage counselor goes, and then I slipped him a 20 under the table. And he said, I think you should invest in Bitcoin. And I was like, <laughs> thank you, marriage counseling over. No, he did not say that. He <laughs> said, I think this would be a good exercise for you to trust Elliot with what you treasure the most. Can you believe and that? You I didn't even have to bribe him. He just said that. Elliot was like, oh. I was like, yes, I let's go. No, no. What he actually said was he was like, um, is this about the money? Like, is the money going to, going into this investment going to impact your lives? Or is it about you not trusting that he is making the right decision? And then Madison talked about it and then realized that, okay, this is actually that I do not trust anyone else with my money other than me. Mm -hmm. And it was a deeper thing in that like she didn't like she was so independent that she had never needed to like 
rely on anybody else for anything. And I really had I, I prided myself on ne- not needing anyone on her independence. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I remember it is, when I great. when I lived in my house alone in Alaska and like ran my business. I was like, she was like, yes, I'm a freaking boss. I don't I'm need a boss. anyone. <laughs> I'm a beast. I'm a boss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then we talked about it and, and our marriage counselor was like, you know, maybe it's not the worst thing to need each other no. if you're going to be getting married. And yeah. Madison was like, okay, maybe we do need so each other. So to this day, how we talk about finances is we're very much on the same page. Yep. And Elliot is a little more, uh, you, you still are more of an investor and I'm a little more risk averse. I do like. But I think it's a very good balance. It is a good balance. Because I think I am too risk hungry and you are too risk averse and because we both of those kind of hit against each other i think we land in a really good place and elliot always asks me he says how can we have enough to make you comfortable like doing this like elliot wants to do a second location i want to do a second location Mm -hmm. we wanted to do it we want to do it bigger and better it's probably going to cost like 3.5 million dollars like it's going to be huge and i said i'm only happy doing that if we have a house and we have x amount in the bank and i was like Okay. Okay. I can do that. So and, it's, and it's just about meeting each other yeah. where you're comfortable. Because at first, when we were first talking about doing a second location, it was a bit of a conflict because yeah. I was like, I think we should do a second location. And Madison was like, absolutely not. Never. And th- partially that was on me because I did bring it up while we were still in the middle of the first location build out, which was a nightmare. <laughs> which was the worst year of our life. But so. in my defense, my reasoning was that, okay, this sucks so hard. Um, and we made so many stupid mistakes that I would like to redeem myself by doing this again and not making all the stupid <laughs> mistakes. And also, because we made all the stupid mistakes, be able to we, do it bigger and better. We could do it so much easier, yeah. and we won't make all those mistakes again. Yeah. And like, so we already paid like the the tuition of like learning how to do studios. Yeah. So now we should use that tuition to do them right, like a second time. And yeah. that was my reasoning. However, I brought it up at a very bad time. And um, but then eventually, you know, I was like, okay. I don't think it's about you not actually wanting to do a second studios, but you feeling like we would be um, like in danger doing a second location. So what would make you feel comfortable? Yeah. Like where would we need to be? And, and I said like, like, I would like to have enough to like, we live. need to have this much left over. Yeah. And, and I, I wanna, was like, Oh, absolutely. I want to own, totally own a home and like have enough to like support yep. a child, which is like, yeah. And, and have like money in the bank. Yeah. It's like, give me the if we can comfortably do that. Let's yeah. do second location. Absolutely. Let's do it. Um, and we just, we talk about everything. I think finances aside, like just talk about everything. How you feel about everything. Oh yeah. We have zero secrets. Yeah. I What's think... your biggest secret? <laughs> What's something you've never told What's me? What's something you've never told anyone in your entire life? Um, um, I stash cash away in the building. Really? It's in the walls. <gasps> My savings account's in the walls. I'm kidding. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> that would be you so just funny. open a secret door one day and just like no. cash flies out. <laughs> Um, and then I loved this last last question. It was advice for a partner that wants to help grow your business but just doesn't know how to. Ooh, that is good. Like that a boyfriend good. or a partner or Cause, a husband. Because oh, I think the hardest part is getting them to want to. I think once they want to, I think you're already in a pretty good space. Because we weren't business owners before we got married. Like no. we had to grow together. And but lot, I wanted to help. And a lot of people are just looking for someone that like has their life together and is a business owner. And it's like you know you can find someone that is passionate and teachable and that cares so much and has a huge vision and you can build something beautiful together Mm -hmm. like you don't need to marry like this rich successful old man like you can to have an amazing business like you can you know how you find a well-adjusted um loving 40 year old man is you find a well-adjusted loving 
25 year old man and you get married and yeah, then you grow old that's so cute i think so it's so true i, I think that's true i think that's true because it's like because when we're 40 when we're 50 everyone's gonna be like oh my gosh how did you find this like amazing smart business-minded person i'm like it's like what well, we met i'm like we i found a cute nerdy college student and i fell and in love saw with him potential and i saw I saw potential baby she invested i invested buy low sell high yeah elliot invested in bitcoin i invested in elliot honey and look at where we are. Buy low, sell high. <laughs> that's us. I don't know what that means, but that's what I did. <laughs> and that's why I handled the investments. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, buy stocks. And Madison's like, I don't know what stocks are. <laughs> I'm like, that's why I do the investing. I'm dead. Okay, that's all the questions that I wanted to answer. Lovely. And is there anything you want to add? Um, is there anything else that we should talk about? Is there any other unique aspects of our relationship that you think the people of the internet are dying to know? Um, I think if you're forcing your partner into being in business with you or helping you grow your business, like yeah. it's you need. Oh, to you know what? I don't think we actually answered the question. Okay. I I Did think okay. So number one, the you're you already like eighty percent of the way there because having the desire to help you in your business is like the hardest part to get. But yeah, if once, you have someone that has like a smallest bit of desire to help you with your business, like that's great. That's awesome. That's great. And I think step two, because that doesn't because her question was, what um what what's our advice if they want to help but they don't know how? Yeah. And I would say my advice if they want to help but they don't know how is just to tell them what the issues are that you're currently running into in your businesses and what the challenges are and like where Because if they want to help they're probably problem solvers. Exactly. And where you need help. There's a lot of problems in business and 100%. you need solutions. Yeah. And and just figure out the places where you need help in your business and then let them know and then they'll find one that they are equipped to help you solve. Yeah. And they may not be able to help you solve all of them. Like maybe no. you need a website, but they like have Elliot no idea. Elliot can't do lashes. No. Madison's like, I don't want to go do it'd lashes be, it'd today. It'd be so helpful if Elliot could do lashes. Oh, it would be, but- My clients would, would be bad. love you. There's a reason I'm not a lash artist. Yeah, but like find where, you know, they could fit in your business. And if you're like, oh, hey, I need- Yeah, just go through all the things I you need. I need someone to answer DMs every day. 100%. Like, there I, you go. You know? That's, that's something anyone could do. Like, honestly, if I had a boyfriend that just was- a stupid idiot and didn't know how to do anything business. They were bad with money. They were bad with tech. They were bad with advertising. Well, let's not assume they're a stupid idiot. I mean, no, I guess if assume we they assume are. they're a stupid if idiot, they were, then, If they yeah. were a sweet, no, stupid idiot smart. and they just genuinely had, like, not a lot of skills but desperately wanted to help you out, I would start by just being like, can you, can you, um, you know, I really want help with social media. Can you just, like, think of 20 things I could post this week? Give go. me 20 ideas. Or, there like... You or you could be like, hey, like, if you're trying to build your clientele, yeah. be like, hey, could you just, like dm like yeah. 50 girls yeah. in our area be like hey i'm a lash artist here like give them a copy paste message yeah and then just tell them copy and paste this send it to like 50 Elliot girls was area. just finding the gaps in my business that i needed desperately uh yeah. to have some help with and he would scooch in there yeah. like i remember when we moved to arizona i was dming like 500 girls a day and i was introducing myself and asking if they wanted to see me for lashes um not discounted by the way um just asking if they want to see me for lashes and like telling them my schedule yeah. and elliot started taking my copy and paste message and he was emailing like s local celebrities managers and he'd be like yeah. hi i'm madison i'm a lash artist not like celebrities but like instagram models yeah, yeah. and like local you know local yeah. celebrities yeah. and local talent and he would just send what i was already sending to people so just mm. 
having your partner help you with the volume of what you're doing. Yeah. If you have things that you do every day that take like time that you're like, this is easy, but I just don't have the time to do it, then like. And also start including them in things. Yeah, 100%. Just talk to them about your business. Yeah. Like that's also one of the things is like, we talked about Madison's business so much that I just naturally could find all the places that I could help because we talked so much about like what she was doing because I was like so interested in yeah. it. I was like, tell me about like, what are you doing today? Like what, um, how many like clients did you have? Oh, you want more clients? Like, yeah. oh, well, do like, you want more clients? Do you how want did you get clients? the clients you have right now? Like yeah. maybe we could do more of that. Or if like, they're curious, include them. hundred yeah, percent. Just talk to them. Yeah. I don't know. And as your business grows, you know, I think it's been a really cool experience to start putting Elliot more at the forefront, you know, so people. Oh, yeah. I was in the background. He was in the background. I was in the shadows. And I've really enjoyed this last year because like everyone at Lightheart has become so comfortable with you and like you're such a friend to everyone. I love hanging out with the it's renters. It's the best. It's like so Elliot fun. is like BFS with all the renters here. And every time he comes in the studios, like you can hear his voice because everyone's like, Bye! like everyone just is always laughing around you all the girls love you it helps that the renters are all bff worthy they are they are they they can hang they can hang they can chill they can um but yeah just you know including them on everything and, and as your business grows you know i want people when they think of like her to think of maddie and elliot not just maddie morris oh yeah really and we call elliot the ceo we call him the chief encouragement officer that's me. give them a title give them a role yeah. Yeah. Give him a role. Give That's him a, a good way to get him, him involved. Yeah. Be like you are my head of social media outreach. You're the assistant to assistant manager. And they'll be like, oh, I'm the assistant. Make him feel special. Manager. Give him bonuses. Give him raises. Give him a give. Um, every month you should put a employee of the month plaque on That's the wall. That's so with their picture. cute. That's so cute. We should have an employee of the month plaque. No, we should. At the, in the lobby here, yeah. and it's just your face just every, me month. every month, just smiling. <laughs> Yeah, include them, make them feel special, and also like include them in the milestones of your business too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. In order for them to keep that ambition and to keep that like interest in your company, you have to share the like wins with them. Also, absolutely. absolutely. Like, oh, we said it at the same time. You have to. You have to like share the wins with them. Like, if you have like because running a business is hard, but oh, like yeah, it sucks. But like you're doing it for a reason, and that reason is for the business to grow and to succeed. And, and pay so them. like. Yeah, and like if if you have a really good month, if you get a lot of new clients because they helped out, like take them to a nice dinner. yeah, take them out yeah, get buy them a, buy them some maybe drinks. that's why you hang around. That's why I hang. Are out. Are you just a sugar baby? It's for the dinners, it's for the our bourbon and bones date. <laughs> that's why I'm going. Yeah, tr- I'm just a treat, sugar baby. treat them nice. Treat them, treat them good. Treat treat, good. treat your chief encouragement officer well. <laughs> that is my number one advice is to give your chief encouragement officer lots and lots of presents get them a sticker chart <laughs> yeah give them like sticker. you know like those toddler potty training yeah, yeah, yeah. signs like you reached out to 12 girls today so you get a sticker yeah <laughs> you did my bookkeeping sticker sticker yeah. yeah men are simple men are dumb and um men are very easily or women whoever pleased. you're with oh yeah true true we don't we don't know yeah I just know men are dumb. I know, I think you can, you <laughs> women can speak are to smart. women. Women, I guess women are too. Alrighty, guys. We're well, thank you dumb. so much for tuning in. This was a really sweet episode, and um, thank you so much. We'll talk to you on the next one. Bye bye. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. Smooches. Oh, That was a fun. That was a fun sign off. Okay. Okay. We should go. We're gonna our our retention is gonna crater for this last thirty seconds because everyone will already clicked away. Bye, buddies. All right. Bye, buddies.